I'm Carrie Fink, and welcome to this edition of Kingdom Living Podcast with Glenn Reppel. Boy, am I excited about today's topic, Glenn. How are you doing? Hey, I am doing fantastic, doing really good. And as you know, it's always good, Carrie, to be here just just take just speaking the word of God out and uh, and the kingdom impact that this is having. Yeah, uh, it's great. It, yeah. Absolutely. If you're new to this, folks, you know, one of the things we talk about a lot is uh, this is not an opinion show. We are literally, uh, as as you as you go through uh, Glenn's teaching, you'll understand most of this is coming, well, literally all of it is actually coming from Scripture, because we're going to be talking Scripture after Scripture. And Glenn, as we go into today's topic, I want to talk about your book that kind of became sort of the, the catalyst for uh, for everything that's going on in Kingdom Living, because one of the things that is so, so important is to really get this message that you put together in this book, Fraud, What God Has to Say About Tactics of the Enemy. And I always come back to this as kind of like a bedrock point of this, because in this little book, it's, you can see it's not a, you know, this is not a uh, some big, uh, you know, reference book in a library. This is 40 bite-sized practical uh, lessons that, really can be life-changing and move you out on that path of kingdom living. And kingdom living is all about reaching your purpose. And so you go back through some of the uh, messages, Glenn, that you've been teaching recently. Our sonship uh, is really an interesting one, and you got to go check this out for yourself. Blasphemy, that is a real, will really cause you to think and, and, and see yourself as how God has called you to be. And that's half of it, Glenn, because when we buy into the fraud of the enemy, it's all about what we aren't. And what you teach is all that we are when we recognize who we are in Christ Jesus. Yeah. And, and again, you use the word, what I teach. I'm not the teacher. It <laughs> is the Holy Spirit. And uh, and so, as, as you know, Carrie, because what has really been fun is, is identifying the frauds. What are the frauds that that we've all believed in, our and 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 we put our our our, our whole life on trusting, and suddenly find out, oh, that's a lie. And so so uh, uh, and as we as we get rid of that, so what we're what we're going to be talking about today uh, is is are you perfect? Are you perfect? And and uh, I was recently in a meeting, and and this this strong Christian man came and said, I'm not perfect. I'm not perfect. Well, and again, what are we saying if we're saying we're not perfect? Uh, and we're going to learn about that today. And so the question also is, what stops us, what stops you from being perfect? And then the other question is, what makes you perfect? So we're going to be talking about those today, Gary. That's nah, good. It's I'm so excited about this because this really does fit a theme. Um, you know, I want to remind you again, if you're kind of new to this series, um, the beautiful thing is uh, you haven't missed anything because everything is available to you. If you just go to the repelminute.com, you'll see one of the menu tabs at the top says Kingdom Living. And, you know, right there, you can access every single episode going back to uh, to the initial episode. You can also access the entire fraud series here. There's also a link so you can get your copy of fraud, what God has to say about the tactics of the enemy. And it's a great spot that you can uh, subscribe to the uh, REPL Minute. It's absolutely free, and it's just a Monday through Friday biblical encouragement. Glenn, you've been doing that, I think, since 2006, faithfully standing on the wall and offering biblical encouragement, because every day the uh, 
the the accuser comes with attacks and things like that and that's why you know uh the bible teaches us put on the armor of god and 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 advance the kingdom and that's uh that's who we're designed to be and so this whole uh conversation i think about are you perfect is really going to illuminate some things i can't wait to get started glenn yeah and again this all started with the, just the word of god and yeah. and just uh reading it and said well i want to send this out to other people and it just has really snowballed in into a, a national ministry of just teaching the word of god but again the teacher is the holy spirit right. revealing and in in today uh, what we're going to be doing is putting uh the the fraud fire the fraud fire extinguisher on imperfect we're going to put you say you because the idea is we think that we're imperfect when actually uh god has made us perfect and again this is jesus now speaking this is jesus before he went to the cross in in matthew 5 48 uh, he says therefore you shall be perfect therefore you shall be perfect just as your father in heaven is perfect remember because we've talked about heaven is open so he's saying that you shall be perfect so as i go to the cross i'm going to be making you perfect i have the resurrected life living in me so you're going to become perfect just as the father is perfect so we need to realize we have been made perfect and so we're putting that fraud fire extinguisher on the idea that we're imperfect we have been made perfect so let's just look at the word perfect in the greek and i'm not going to pronounce the greek words here but these are just some some of the meanings that are here uh is is and again let's let's look at this is you're building a a house and and when you build the house uh you have what's called a a, a certificate of occupancy that they come out, they look at the house, make sure that it, it is complete and they give you a certificate so you can move in. Now, if that house was built and, and, and it's there, it looks good, but it didn't have an electrical system in it. It's not complete. It didn't have a plumbing system. It's not complete. If it didn't have windows, it's not complete. If it didn't have a roof, it's not complete. So perfect in Greek is it's reached its end. It brings to an end. It's complete. It's perfect. It's completeness, perfection. Now look at this definition. Fruit, fruit to, it brings fruit to perfection, hence to bear perfect offspring. I really like that. Hence to bring perfect offspring. So who are we? We've talked about sons. We are sons and daughters of God. The our offspring comes through Jesus Christ. And, and also the word completer, finisher, complete in every part, sound, perfect, entire. So it's finished, it's perfect, it's complete. So this is the revelation that we've got to know here uh, to understand who, who we are and, and what it means to be complete. So as we go in, Again, this is such an important part that we review in each of our teachings and lessons we go through is the green line, red line living. Um, and, and this goes into the three uh, major historical events. What are the three greatest historical events ever, ever, ever? And we have to look at the first one was creation. Mm -hmm. and, and we're made in God's image and likeness. He breathed life into us. 
Uh, and so we're made in his image and light as spirit beings with a soul and a body. Uh, and Adam and Eve, and, and, and it's what happened. God spoke them and said, you can eat from every, any tree in this garden. Uh, uh, and, and so we have in the center there, the tree of life, and we have the tree of life, but don't eat from the tree of good and evil. When you do, you will surely die. And so, so what happens is that that was the tree. And so all of a sudden, uh, death came in, uh, sickness and disease came in, and the fall. Now, since then, uh, man has always been trying to get back to God. And what has stopped? So what we see down here is that's the kingdom of darkness, and that's our incomplete, our imperfect situation. But man has been trying to reach back to God to get to that perfect, complete stage. So what's been holding them back? And, and, and that, that's the question I kind of want to ask here. What has held man back from getting into the kingdom of God, into, in, in the heaven that is open? And, and the word that is used is sin. Sin has held us back. But a part of this, which I want to kind of bring in here, is a new way of looking at sin is that we looked at, you know, we look at sin as, you know, just all kinds of things, adultery or, you know, just, mm -hmm. and, and it's a performance base, is, is I have to perform to get to God. Well, I want to give you another word here for sin. The sin that, that Adam and Eve committed was not trusting God. It says, don't eat from, and, and so they didn't trust God. So when we don't trust God, we're falling into sin. We hear it's missing the mark. Yeah, we've missed the mark, but, but here's the part. I think we can understand what sin really is when we say it's trusting God. Do we really trust what his word is saying and who he is? And when we fall short of what he's saying is we are, when we're operating in our own strength and our own will, we're falling short, and that is sin. We're not trusting God. We trust man more, and we trust government. We trust a lot of things more than we trust God and his word. So that's really what, so sin entered in through Adam and Eve, and so consequently, it wasn't until through redemption that through Jesus Christ that we got out of the kingdom of darkness and we can move into the perfect, complete, recreated stage that God brought us in through the resurrected Christ. And so we can enter in, and we've talked about this in other teachings, we can enter in, that veil has been torn, we can enter back into the tree of life and, and not the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And so, uh, and again, this is something we're going to be uh, revealing, uh, and, and that we understand that is revealed through the Holy Spirit uh, living inside of us. So, so what is sin? It's not trusting in the Lord. And I just, when, when I saw that a couple of weeks ago, wow, and the Lord just showed me. And so, and again, one of the scriptures when I came to Christ, and, the, and a man discipled me here in business, uh, is this scripture here, and this is so meaningful that we just really grasp it because it's, it's in Proverbs 3, 5, is trust in the Lord. We know this, we've heard this, but trust the Lord with what? With all of our heart, trust with our, all of our mind, soul, to trust him completely. 
and don't lean, don't, and don't lean on your own understanding in, in the ways that we've been trained from the world, from the news, from, from, from the fear that's out there. And don't lean on our own opinions and understanding. And in all, all, all of our ways, acknowledge him, the Lord, and he will direct our paths. So it's a trust in the Lord. And, and as we do that, that veil is open. We enter into the kingdom. And so, so with this, we're talking about perfect, the righteousness of God. And so what has this, uh, and, and this is in Romans 1.17 in the Passion Translation, this gospel, look at this, unveils continual revelation of God's righteousness. A perfect, a perfect righteousness given to us when we believe. Now look at this. This is kind of neat. And it moves us from receiving life through faith to the power of living by faith. So we're going to be talking about that. We're going to be talking about moving from being children to being sons, from being slaves to being sons. And so it's important as, as this is revealed who we are and our identity of who we are in Christ, Christ in us, the hope of glory. As this is revealed, we're moving from receiving life through faith to the power, the power demonstrated through us of living by faith. This is what the scripture means when it says we are right with God through life giving faith. And in first John, in John one verse nine, for the perfect light of truth was coming into the world. And this is John the Baptist uh, talking about this. The perfect light of truth has come and uh, to the world and shines upon every one of us. And again, the light of Christ in the first word is let there be light. And that was day one. That was until the fourth day that really we had the sun. So the light is, 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 is the light of Christ. It's the illumination of Christ living inside of us. And so what in this scripture is so important as we understand this scripture, it begins uh, leading us into the, per the perfection of, of Christ has done in the finished work of Christ. And I know that we've offered this out uh, in the past, and, and this is such an important uh, scripture that, I, that when we get this, uh, it, really is, it really moves us from being children, as little children, into really being sons and from being slaves in the sons. So we're going to be learning about that. And it moves us into understanding the perfection that he's made through the cross. So, uh, and this is Colossians 3, verses 1 through 4. <clears throat> Christ's resurrection is carried. Your resurrection, my resurrection. And, and, and I love personalizing this, that which we've done in past, uh, past podcasts. Christ's resurrection is, everybody listening, your resurrection too. And this is why we are to yearn for all that is above, for that's where Christ sits, enthroned at the place of all power, honor, and authority. And guess who's sitting there with him? We are. We're sitting with him. So we have to understand that it's his resurrection, his resurrection that has given us the power and authority and the honor also to reign and rule. We're going to see that. So we're sitting with Christ in the heavenly. So yes, yes, feast on all the treasures, all the mysteries, 
all the revelation. Yes, feast on, on the word of God, all the treasures of the heavenly realm. Because we have the <clears throat> we have this mindset that it's when we die that we go to heaven. No, heaven was opened up through the resurrected Christ when he said it's perfect, it's finished, it's complete. The building was built and the temple of God is living in us now. We're carrying the temple of God. So yes, feast on all the treasures, the mysteries of the unseen that's living inside of us because we're still living by the seen, whereas the unseen created the seen. So feast on all the treasures of the heavenly realm and fill your thoughts, your mind with the heavenly, look at this, heavenly realities the unseen realities. And we can see with the eyes, not with our physical eyes, but we begin seeing with our spiritual reality eyes and not with the distractions of the natural realm because the world is teaching. We've learned from the world and the systems that have been handed down by the world when God's really trying to teach, get back to God and, and understand what happened through the cross with the resurrected Christ. We've been crucified with Christ. We died with Christ. We rose with Christ. So here's what we have here. Your crucifixion, Carrie, my crucifixion with Christ has severed the tie to this life, to this world, to, to this life that I have right now. And now, Carrie, my real life is hidden in God, in Christ Jesus. Let's just make sure your crucifixion, my crucifixion with Christ has severed the tie to this world. And so, so I, I was crucified with Christ and I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. The life I live now, I live by faith in Christ who loved me and gave his life for me. So our crucifixion has severed. Our, we died with Christ. We died with him. We rose. So we got to understand what has happened. We've already died and we're living in Christ. And now the true life is hidden, hidden. We're hidden in, we're inside uh, God, in Christ Jesus. And now this is so important that we grasp and get this. And as Christ himself is, himself is seen, so that's seen with the revelation eyes, with the unseen eyes, as Christ himself is seen for who he really is, who carry you and I and those watching and listening, who we really are, will also be revealed. It's going to be revealed. And that's the revel that's the revelation. So as we reveal that we've moved from children and slaves into sons, oh wow, what happened? So so who you really are will also be re revealed because here you are. You are now one with him in his glory. This is a now. This is now. This is not a tomorrow. What is, what was, and what is it come is a now. It's been finished. The finished work has happened on the cross. The deliverance into the kingdom of God, into the heaven realm is open and it's been completed. It is finished. It is now. It has happened. And so this is important that we, we grasp this now. And so let's look at Galatians 4 verses 1 through 7. And what we find here is now I say that the heir is, now here we are, we're going to be going from as, as children here. Now I say that the heir, as long as he is a child, you know, and, and Carrie, you just had a grand, grandson born. So as a child, uh, so he's going to get all of the inheritance 
uh, through, the, through the Fink family here, but he's a child, he's an infant just born, uh, does not differ at all from a slave, yeah. through, though he is the master of all. So that inheritance is all there, but he's still a child, but is under guardians and stewards until the, the time appointed by the father. So what is that appointed time? What is that appointed time? When's that going to be revealed to the child that they're no longer a child, but they are sons? So let's look at this. So even so, we, uh, when we were children, we're in bondage under the elements of the world. We're in bondage of, of the world system of thinking, the mindset of the world, the mindset of a government of man versus the kingdom of God. But when the fullness, so when the fullness of time had come, God sent forth his son, born of a woman, born under the laws of man to redeem those who were under the law that he, that we, we might receive the adoptions as sons. So we're moving from children into sons because you are really sons. God has sent forth the spirit of his son into our hearts crying out, Abba, 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 Daddy, Father, Father, Father God. Therefore, you are no longer a slave, but a son. And if a son, then an heir of God through Christ Jesus. So we're heirs. And so we have that authority to rule and reign in, in that authority and power and honor that Christ has when we're sitting uh, with him in the heavenlies now. So we, the perfect righteousness that we see in, in, in Romans 5, 16, and also Romans uh, 17, uh, look at this. So, so we have this perfect righteousness of God. And this free-flowing gift imparts to us much more than what was given to us through the one who sinned, Adam. For because of the one transgression, we are facing a death sentence with a verdict of guilty. But this gracious gift leaves us free from our many failures and brings us into, look at this, the perfect righteousness of God, acquitted with the words, not guilty. <laughs> so the perfect righteousness of God on the cross has acquitted us and we are not guilty. So what we have is, is death once held its grip and by the blunder of the one man, Adam, death reigned as king over all human, humanity. But look at this, but now, but now, now, this is now, how much more are we held in the grip of grace, the freedom, the liberty we have through grace, the grace and the love and the mercy of Jesus Christ and continue reigning. See, this is in continue reigning as kings in life, enjoying our regal, our regal freedom through the, the gift of perfect righteousness and the one and only Jesus, the Messiah. So we've been set from the prison, the bondage, the bondage of this world system. So we've been, we have, we've been made perfect by the perfect law of love through the Lord Jesus Christ. And, and so we, we're not under the bondage and the rule of man systems. We have God's, the kingdom of God, that governmental system that, that we, we have to live by. So what we see here in Matthew 5, 43 through 46, and, and I quoted this, 
uh, already is therefore be perfect as your father in heaven is perfect. Let's look, put this in context of what the perfection is. And so, and this is Jesus speaking now. Jesus is speaking here in Matthew 5. You have heard that it was said, you shall love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I say, but I say, you love, uh, you love your enemies. Bless those who curse you. And this is Jesus speaking. Do good to those who hate you and pray for those who spitefully use you and persecute you. Did this happen to Jesus? Yeah. Yeah. So look, look at this. Let me just read that again. But I say to you, love your enemies, bless those who curse you, do good to those who hate you, and pray for those who spitefully use you and persecute, persecute you. That you, that you, so this is the that, this is the, that you may be sons of your father in heaven. That's a now, not a tomorrow that you may be sons of your father in heaven, for he makes his, his son rise on the evil and on the good and sends rain on the just and the unjust. For if you love those who love you, what reward have you? Do not even the tax collectors do the same. If you, if you greet your brother only, what do you have? No, you have no more than others. Do not even the tax collectors do that. Therefore, therefore, you shall be perfect just as your father in heaven is perfect. So the love that the God has for us through the son, Jesus Christ, he has loved us. And we are sons of our father through Jesus Christ. So this is the sonship that we have through Jesus Christ. And so it's really important that it's the love, it's the context of the love that we have, that that moves us from being uh, the, the, the children into the sons is that that love that, that is shown through us and that light of that love showing through us. So, and this is one of my favorite scriptures is, is, is first, second Corinthians 5, 17. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come. The old has gone, the new is here. So that we are new creation now. That happened now, even though it happened 2,000 years ago, it's a now thing when the revelation is coming to us that this has happened now. And, and on into 2 Corinthians 5, 21, for God made him who knew no sin to be that we might become the righteousness of God. God made him who had no sin to be sin for us so we might become the righteousness, the perfectedness of God. So God... Uh, God's righteousness would be produced in and through us, not through anything that we've done, but because of what Jesus Christ did, the resurrected Christ that's living inside of us now. So what we see is we fix our eyes on Jesus. So we fix our eyes on what he did, the resurrected Christ. In the scriptures we talked about before, as Christ is seen for who he really is, as Jesus is seen for who he really is, who we are will also be revealed. And so we need to understand our identity is seen through what Christ has done. So fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and the perfecter of our faith. For the joy set before him. Now look at that. The joy set before him. He endured the cross, scorning its shame, 
and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Consider him who endured so much opposition from sinners so that, here we go, so that you will not grow weary and lose heart. So we look and fix our eyes on the perfecter of our faith. We will not grow weary. We grow weary when we look at what we're doing rather than what Christ did. And so we don't lose heart because we've been perfected through Christ's death, burial, and resurrection, and then the Holy Spirit coming to live inside of us. Moving And, and as the revelation of moving from, from children to sons, the power and the authority that we have now here on earth. So we've been made perfect, <clears throat> made perfectly clean that we read in Colossians 2, 14, is, is that, and, and this is so neat, just in this one little verse here, <clears throat> he canceled out every legal violation we had on our record, the old arrest warrant that stood to indict us. He's making us perfect. He erased it all, our sins, our stained soul. He deleted it all, like on a computer. You delete it, they, it cannot be retrieved. <laughs> Everything we once were in Adam has been placed onto the cross, nailed permanently there as a public display of cancellation. And that's to, to let the enemy know that the finished, complete, perfection work has been completed on the cross. And now we are sons. We are sons of God. We're joint heirs with Jesus Christ. And all he has and all we are is in him. As we look to Jesus for everything. So what we see here are some words that we know in, in shalom is a perfect peace. And what we see is sozo, salvation. We see our so, so similar. Our salvation is a perfect peace. And these just tie together with salvation. So with, with perfect peace, we see uh, sozo as, as wholeness, health, peace, welfare, safety, soundness, tranquility, prosperity, and our perfectedness that we have in the shalom peace, the perfect peace, the fullness, the rest, the harmony, the absence of agitation or discord, meaning that house, that temple has been built. It's got all the electrical system, all the plumbing, all the windows, has all the roof in. We're carrying that temple here, and our salvation is healed. We've been made whole. We've been delivered. We're protected. We have, we're safe, restored to health, made well to keep safe and sound, rescued from danger, and we are cured. And so what we have here is our sonship is complete. And let's look at some of these words. Uh, that we've got here. And this is so important that our perfect, complete sonship has happened. And, and these are, is I am loved by my father. I've been crucified with Christ and I'm resurrected with Christ. I'm sitting with Christ. I am anointed. We've talked about that before. We have the anointing on us. That's the Christness uh, uh, that we have in us. Am I am a son and a daughter of God. The triune God lives in me. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit lives in. And there, I am the oneness with God. I amness. I, it's an I amness. And in the back of the uh, the book Fraud, uh, we have uh, five, six, seven pages of just I ams, and we just uh, just really suggest that people write down every time you hear an I am. 
uh, write down who you are because it's really because the enemy is trying to steal, fraudulently steal who you are. And, and the sonship, known I am loved, to know that you're loved and accepted, and I can enter into heavenly, his presence boldly now. I am the beneficiary of my father's glory as a joint heir with Jesus Christ now. Uh, we have the shalom peace. We have the fruit of the spirit, the love, joy, peace, patience, gentleness, and, and the faithfulness. And I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. And, and again, this is an important point. Whatever circumstance, every, whatever situation, whatever anxiety, that stress you're going through now, the relationship issues, expect the favor of God is that David had an unfair advantage uh, against Goliath. And we as sons of God have an unfair advantage against the enemy because he's been defeated. And we're alive in Christ now to rule and reign as sons and to manifest this earth now. That's the call that God's given us in the book of life from the beginning when he knew us before he created the earth. is for us to rule and reign here now on earth and redeem, bring redemption to, to everything, to man and, and to, to the whole creation. Expect favor. I have divine health, wholeness, complete. It is finished. I have the wisdom of God. I am blessed, prosperous, and successful. I am a priest and a king. I am provided, loved, and get good that I don't deserve. I receive the, the Father's love, knowing you're accepted and loved unconditionally by, the, by, by God. This is the perfect, complete sonship. We're stewards and not owners. So we're stewards, and stewards cannot lose. God's the owner of it all. He's the creator of everything. In receiving, believing, knowing, and trusting Jesus Christ, through the Holy Spirit. This gets back to trusting God in everything and trusting him in who he says we are, that we're sons, we've been made perfect. And for us to recognize, and when we say that we're not perfect, what are we telling God about the complete finished work of that temple, that house that he built? I am a new creation. I am immortal. There's a whole teaching that we have on that. So what we have here then is, just this whole idea too, are you perfect? Yes, you've been made perfect by the complete finished work of Christ. And it's what stops us from being perfect. It's our thinking, that mindset that has been drilled by the world. And what we wanna do is renew our mind and recognize what Jesus said is be perfect as I am perfect. And that perfection has come not by anything we do, but it's by grace through faith that we receive the complete finished work that Christ has done. And what makes us perfect is through Jesus Christ. So we have been made perfect and praise be to God because that perfection has happened. Wow. Wow. You know, Glenn, as, as you're going through that, and especially when you hit that page uh, about the per per perfection in Christ, you know, I was thinking that's really the tool that that you you were referencing um, the, these pages, who I am in Christ, uh, which is all like the back I don't know five six pages of your book fraud. What God has to say about the enemy, and I was thinking about this too. Is that um, we've encouraged you uh, in the past as you've been watching this to to 
not only take that list, but also to add to it yourself as you keep as you keep uh, exploring and going farther in the in the kingdom of God. Because uh, again, the enemy is always trying to tell you uh, where your flaws are and those, but you've been made perfect through Christ, and that's the part that we have to keep bringing to our remembrance plan. It seems. Yeah, isn't that good? And I'm not sure that's even in the book that the way yeah. I am perfect. Yeah, yeah, right. I was, yeah, that's I was another there. I am. And uh, yeah, and I know I keep writing down more and more and more. And and I challenge people to 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 do that, to understand yeah. identity. I you know, we've talked about I am a saint. Mm -hmm. And you know, like, oh, I can't be a saint. No, it's it's a now we're complete in Christ now. A absolutely. And I was gonna say one of the things that uh we want to be sure that we make available. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna have um, we're gonna there's a whole page plan I want to bring up uh, that is called um, if you go to the repleminute.com you'll see if you click through Kingdom Living there's a section called Kingdom Living Offers and as you were talking about this I was thinking about there's so many things that are already available there uh, we have the Who I Am in Christ worksheet that is a tremendous thing that came from uh, your teaching Who I Am in Christ which as we're Putting all these building blocks of kingdom living together is another good one. But but another one that I thought was really good, Glenn, which ties into this whole conversation is there's an offer there called new contract versus old contract comparison. And Glenn, that comes from a teaching you did called religion and law versus grace and truth. And the, and the premise is what we're talking about is on the old contract, it was all works-based, and on the new contract, it is all Jesus-based. And we've already mentioned the one with Christ in glory certificate. That's a tool. What, what I suggest you do is you go to that website. These are all downloadable PDFs. Maybe create a little notebook. Some people might say, hey, I'm going to print these out, and I'm going to hang them up uh, near my workspace or my prayer space so I can be reminded. Uh, because all of these tools, Glenn, I think equip us in a way that we really are then ready to, uh, well, A, reach our purpose, but ultimately understanding what God has called us to in kingdom living. Yeah, and that fits with that scripture uh, to, yeah. to fill our thoughts with heavenly realities, and those heavenly realities are the word of God. And so, yeah, and that that's what this does. And and and, and the way I started with the, the IMs over a period of about a four-year period, I just keep on my phone every time I hear another, oh, that's who I am. I am a saint. I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. And you know, in some of the teachings I do, I have people stand up and they say, who are you? I'll say, who are you? And they'll say, I'm the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. And again, that's hard sometimes because, no, I'm not righteous. You know, I'm not perfect because that's that my mindset that we got rid of and we start speaking our identity of who we are and that speaks over our body and our yes. soul and there's healing i am healed i have the divine blood of jesus living in me now the yeah. blood of jesus was shed for us and as we take communion we're eating the bread of his body we're drinking the blood that that brings that divine health inside of us it's just so important to understand what went on with the cross and the resurrected christ that lives inside of us this is real this is real yeah 
And and uh, another one that we usually use as we close out every uh, every one of our sessions is we talk a lot about this believer's declaration of legal rights, which is uh, again uh, suggests that not only do we close with it, but also at the at the end of it, when you get to go to the REPL minute and you check out that link that says um, you just look for Kingdom Living and you'll see Kingdom Living offers. And through there, you'll be able to click through to more Kingdom Living offers. You'll see the entire library. All these are available to you absolutely free of charge. And it's so important, Glenn, that you appropriate these materials and make them your own because it really helps you on that, uh, uh, on that fulfillment of God's promise of Kingdom Living. Yeah, and it's so important that we personalize the scriptures and understand that 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 they're speaking to us. And and as we get away from the, looking at the Word of God as a historical thing, rather than the revelation of the Holy Spirit right. speaking to us now. And and again, he he is the teacher. That the Holy Spirit is the teacher, and and you are adequate enough because your spirit is agreeing with the Spirit of God, the Word. So, so that's the important part that, that, that we get out of the word of God, because it is, it is so, so rich. So this is the believer's declaration of legal rights. And we have this uh, in, in, in the book, but, it, but it's so important that we just, we, we get these ideas because we're speaking this over who we are. And so I'll just read this off. I am a special race as a child of God and as a citizen in the kingdom of God and the body of Christ in a kingdom of priests. Wow. I belong to the family of God. And that's that community that we have of believers. We, you know, we have buildings with steeples on it, but you know what? This, this ministry, this community that has been spread over here uh, through, through uh, these podcasts is a community. Uh, we have hundreds of thousands of people that watch this all the way to the end. And, and so this is a community of believers that are sharing through the spiritual world uh, of the Holy Spirit. And, and I can enter into God's presence boldly now, not because anything, Carrie, you and I have done, but because of what Jesus Christ did. And I've been recreated, recreated, restored into the God's image and likeness of love. And that's what we learned today too. I manifest and experience heaven, heaven on earth now with righteousness, peace, and joy. Not later, it's now. We get to experience heaven now, the heaven realities now. I am restored, redeemed, and recreated back with God the Father. Yeah, there are the three, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit living in us, in me now. I have the word of God dwelling in me. I have the crown of righteousness. So it's really important we understand that that crown of righteousness is a part that we get to wear now on my head as royalty and wear the garment of praise. Because if we start praising the Lord, guess what the enemy does? He runs. Because we start giving credit and honor and glory to God, he runs. He's got to flee because we're praising God. So I have the garment of praise, which is the robe of righteousness that has been restored on us. And I have the legal, these are legal rights that we have as sons and daughters of God and privileged to use the name of Jesus. These are the legal rights we have in the government that we're representing. We're only from one government, and that's the kingdom of God. We're citizens in the kingdom of God. 
I have the legal authority as a believer over the principalities, powers, and rulers of the kingdom of darkness. That's what happened with the resurrected Christ through the Holy Spirit living in us now. I have, through the Holy Spirit living in me, the resurrection power to cast out demons, to lay hands on the sick, and they are healed. That's the power that's living inside of us. As you know, as, you're, as you read through all that and all the, uh, I guess, uh, biblical affirmations that we keep uh, pulling, pulling up, and, and again, like you said, it's not opinion. You're just quoting scripture. You know, it reminds me of one of the programs or one of the teachings you did, uh, which is so important in all this, and it was called, Do You Believe?, right? Because all this is waiting for you. The real question that uh, the Holy Spirit is asking is, do you believe, <laughs> you know? And, and Glenn, that, that's why as we come to a close on today's uh, podcast, I'm going to ask you to pray for uh, our listeners worldwide. It's more than uh, three quarters of a million now who uh, are taking advantage of the REPL Minute on, uh, on a regular uh, basis in the Kingdom Living podcast. And uh, it's just wonderful to see the response because it really is um, probably mainly about the difference it makes in folks' lives as they appropriate Kingdom Living. And again, uh, the repelminute.com is the website for you to access everything that we've been talking about, whether you want to see the Kingdom Living um, podcasts, if you want to see those special offers we were talking about, absolutely everything free. The Repel Minute itself, you want to get more information on the fraud series, it's all there, Glenn. You just, it's just a, a great resource for folks to, uh, to check into. So uh, with that, Glenn, uh, I would like to ask you if you could pray over everybody with the sound of this message. And if you're enjoying this message, by the way, please like and share this and, and let it impact uh, those people that you love and care about as well. Yeah, and I'm just impressed that there's somebody listening here that's suffering through uh, uh, heart, some heart issues right now. And uh, uh, just know that God's divine blood is living in you that transfusion has happened in a new heart uh, and just all of the blood of jesus is covering you right now so father we come to you in the name in the mighty name of jesus uh, yeshua hamashiach uh, that father you you love us you you've accepted us as your sons and daughters we're in your family and father we just we just claim your promises all over. Your protection, your provision is all over us. And, and Father, we just, we thank you for God be the glory. We praise your holy name. And Father, use everybody on this call that's listening and watching, Father, that their ears, their eyes can be open to see you for who you really are and that will reveal who we really are. And we are now one with you in glory. That's our position. We're sitting with you and all authority in heaven and earth has been given to us as your sons that we can rule and reign now and forever. We just thank you. And we praise you in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. And uh, so again, listener. Uh, thank you for joining us today. And uh, please like and share this message and get a hold of those resources at therepleminute.com. And Glenn, uh, this has been exciting, really great teaching and look forward to seeing you again on the next edition of Kingdom Living Podcast.
Amen. Amen.